Hey, good morning. It's Andy. I'm glad to be back with you again this morning, uh, digging into God's Word. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today as we um, unpack Scripture, as we seek to learn and grow and dig deeper into God's Word together. So I'm thankful that you've chosen to give a little bit of your time uh, to come together now, either through this video, through podcast, through uh, YouTube, through however you're watching this or listening to this, to, to come and dig into God's Word with us this morning. Uh, as I thought about what I wanted to do moving forward, I've, I've heard such good feedback. Um, so many of you have enjoyed uh, this in a video or podcast form that I've decided I'm going to continue doing this for a little bit and just see how this goes. We've now gone through Easter. Uh, it's the first uh, Monday in Easter, so I hope that you had a blessed Easter Sunday morning. Last week, we spent, we spent some time going through some of the significant days of Holy Week. It's by Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, that I began to think, well, what do we want to do now? And so I thought, well, why don't we read a book of the Bible together? That would be a good way for us to unpack God's Word together is for us to read Scripture together. So where where do we go? And I began to think about that and pray about that. And my default tends to always be to turn to like that middle section of the New Testament, Galatians, Ephesians, that section. I just love it so much. And then maybe go to a gospel. I love Matthew or Luke. Maybe go to the Old Testament. I just didn't really know where to go. And I prayed about it and thought about it last week and tried to think where should we go. And um, as I was reading through my notes, I found that uh, I were teaching 1 Corinthians on Wednesday nights at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church. And so often my notes, I go from St. Matthew, I go from 1 Corinthians to something else. I thought, well, you know what? Why don't we um, spend some time in 2 Corinthians? Because I don't really do that one a lot, and that might be a, a fun book for us to read together. So we're going to do that. Over the next little while, we're going to be reading 2 Corinthians together. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. This is my personal Bible that I, I like to read from. Um it's a, it's a Wesley study Bible. If you're looking for a good study Bible, I would encourage you to look into this one. This is the New Revised Standard Version. It's the version that I prefer for my own personal reading and teaching. And I like the Wesley study Bible because study Bibles have notes in them. You know, if you are familiar with the study Bible, the top part of the page will be Scripture, God's authoritative word. Um, and then the second part beneath it will be study notes. And the reason why I like the Wesley Study Bible is because these notes are written from a Wesleyan perspective, and I'm a United Methodist, so I'm a Wesleyan, and I found these notes best help me understand my theology and what I believe, and they come from a perspective that I really enjoy and appreciate. So if you're looking for a good study Bible, I would encourage you to look at them. The Wesley Study Bible, it's one that I've used for years, and it's what I'll be um, reading uh, from as we study Second um, Corinthians together. So when I when I do a Bible study, I like to go section by section, not so much verse by verse. I like for every verse to live in the context that surrounds it. So we'll be reading this morning uh, verses 1 through 11. Tomorrow we'll read verses 12 through the end of the chapter, verse 24. And we'll do it like this way. Most every... Bible breaks up every chapter into sections. Some Bible, some chapters aren't, aren't, are, have, don't have a section because there's so few verses, but most chapters will have sections. So we'll kind of go section by section, not so much verse by verse. So reading 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth, including all the saints throughout Acacia. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all consolation, who consoles us in our affliction 
so that we may be able to console those who are in any affliction with the consolation with which we selves are consoled by God. We're going to unpack that in a second. A lot of consolation talk here this morning. For just as the sufferings of Christ are abundant for us, so also our consolation is abundant through Christ. If we are being afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation. If we are being consoled, it is for your consolation, with which you experience when you which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings we are suffering. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our consolation. We do not want you to be aware, brothers and sisters, of the affliction as we that we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly, unbearably crushed that we despised for life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, that we rely upon not ourselves, but upon God, who raises the dead. He who rescued us from so deadly a peril will continue to rescue us. On him we have set our hope that he will rescue us again. And you also join in helping us by your prayers, that you that so that many will give thanks on our behalf because for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Okay, a couple of table-setting things here. First, um, Paul says here, he says, I'm an apostle. He says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus. Let's unpack real quick what an apostle is in the biblical sense. Apostles were individuals to whom Christ physically appeared, and he gave them a specific mission. So we're familiar with the 12 apostles, the, the 12 disciples, Judas, of course, died. Matthias replaced him. And these 12 apostles had the duty, the responsibility, the call of Jesus to order and set up the church. So you hear the Apostles' Creed. In Scripture, it references the faith handed to us by the apostles, these individuals who had a teaching and ordering responsibility for the early church. Then you see Paul as an apostle. He, he, uh, Jesus appeared to him on the Damascus Road in Acts chapter 9, and Jesus physically appeared to him and gave him a specific mission to preach. Specifically, we're going to see to the Gentiles. So, Scripture tells us sometimes that Peter was the apostle to the Jews, the Jewish believers. Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles, or non-Jews. So, Paul is an itinerant preacher who goes from town to town to town preaching primarily to non-Jewish individuals. And most of the people who follow, who follow Paul's teachings are Gentiles. So those of us today who are non-Jewish, we're Gentiles, we trace ourselves back to Paul's path for us to become Christians. So anyway, Paul's an apostle to the Gentiles. And so we see here, he says, I was afflicted in Asia. He says, Asia would be modern day Turkey. Paul's writing to Corinth. Corinth was a Gentile town, a Gentile church, um, very cosmopolitan city. Think of it like New Orleans is the best way I can describe kind of what Corinth would be like. And he says, I suffered. And when we read Paul's preaching, we see that Paul would go into town, he would preach, and quite often this message would not be received well. And he would often be taken outside of town, beaten, and left for dead. And the next day, he would go back into town and preach. We see in this, this book we're going to read, Paul had personal sufferings. He had a thorn in the flesh that he prayed for God to remove. So we see in Paul that the Christian life is not always a life of ease. And let's be honest, friends. In the world we live in, our greatest idol is comfort. We don't, not only do we not want to suffer, because I don't want to suffer, you don't want to suffer, none of us want to suffer, but we desire to be comfortable. So sometimes we will not be faithful because being faithful may require that we be a little uncomfortable. Getting up early and reading your Bible is not always comfortable. Sharing the gospel is not always comfortable. Making worship a priority is not always comfortable. 
Helping the poor is not always comfortable. Forgiving our enemies is not always comfortable. And so sometimes we want to stay in a cocoon of comfort, and that cocoon of comfort can keep us from being faithful. And what all we, we also see, as Paul says, verse 9, Indeed, we had received the sentence of death, so that we would, not, we would not rely upon ourselves, but upon God who raises the dead. Sometimes our comfort keeps us from even experiencing the power of God. Because it isn't until we rely upon God, it isn't upon we are stripped away of our myth of self-sufficiency, that we can do it ourselves, that we truly are able to rely upon God, and then we're truly able to experience God's power and God's strength. So Paul says we are afflicted, and in the affliction we receive consolation. We receive the, the strength of God. We, God consoles us. And if we are never afflicted, if we never have troubles or trials or suffering, frankly, friends, we'll never really experience the consolation of God. So I guess our question today is, where do we prioritize our comfort over faithfulness? Where are the areas of my life and of your life that I don't want to step out of my comfort zone, where I just want to live like I want to live? And in those areas, I'm not really being faithful to the call of God. And because of that lack of faithfulness, sometimes our faith can feel lukewarm, can feel, can feel weak. Because we're not relying upon God's strength, we're relying upon our strength. Paul says we received the sentence of death so that we would not rely upon ourselves. Sometimes we have to go through difficult times and moments and trials so that we are taught a valuable lesson to not rely upon ourselves, but to rely upon God. And when we rely upon God, then we actually find the power of God, the life of God, and the life that we need. So friends, today, let's be careful. Let's not make comfort our idol. And let's not make our decisions based upon what's most comfortable for us. But friends, let's make decisions based off how are we most faithful to the good news of Jesus Christ. So today, may we rely upon God. May we move away from the myth of our own self-sufficiency. And may we learn to rely upon God and His strength and receive his consolation. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Tomorrow we'll pick up with verse 12 of 2 Corinthians chapter 1. May you have a blessed day. Be faithful and know the goodness of God. Have a great day.